We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Three Mob Podcast. I am John Kurtz, joined by Cole Manbeck and Derek Young. You know Derek, of course, from K-State Online fame. Cole, longtime beat reporter for K-State and uh, myself, you know, just a little bit ago. was still on this beat, but uh, appreciate all of you that listen to the podcast. Appreciate the support of Holiday Distillery with bourbon coming here at the end of the month to go along with that great 360 vodka that you guys have already come to know and love. Today, we get another member of the K-State men's basketball coaching staff. Really fired up about this. Obviously, uh, you guys love Jerome Tang, who came on, K-State's new head coach. One of his first hires was Austin Carpenter, who joins us right now. He is the K-State Director of Player Development with the basketball program. So, Austin, first and foremost, man, thank you so much for for hopping on with us here. Uh, Let's start with this. You have, I think, a very fascinating background. You worked with Lincoln Riley, for instance, at Oklahoma in a couple of different uh, facets at OU, working with the golf program, working with football. For those that are fairly uninitiated with your background, just take us through what what the road to where you're at right now at K-State has been like. Yeah, John. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me. Excited and I'm thrilled to be a part of this staff and thankful to Coach Tang for bringing me here um, and the opportunity to be with you guys today and spend a little bit of time. Um, it's fun for me, and this is a part of my job that I'm blessed to be able to share about uh, the special things that we believe we're doing, um, but most importantly, why we're doing it. So, uh, yeah, a little bit about my background. Um, I did my undergrad at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, when I was there, I wanted to work in sports and specifically try to get on with the basketball program. But when I got there, I was a freshman right after the Buddy Heel Final Four run. And so there was all this overturn and people trying to get involved. And um, I didn't really have that great of connections. And so then I tried to wait a year. And Coach Kruger, famous Kansas State um, guy and alum his name's in the rafters for a reason is such a I mean you guys know him better than I do probably but just well-spoken man and open guy he allowed us to come to practice if you wanted to so you could be there and watch and took advantage of that and just built relationships and then I tried to get on my second year um, and Trey Young was coming in and so there was also a lot of people that were excited and once again I didn't have um, the connections that led me to that opportunity and um, I was fortunate through a connection through a ministry called Young Life that, that knew somebody uh, involved with the football program. And so I got to start over there as a student recruiting. Uh, actually, my f- official title f- first was game day assistant. So I was helping with uh, really just on game days and other opportunities and trying to do anything I could to get my foot in the door. Um, during my time there, my boss was Annie Hansen, who I think you guys know the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her hu- husband was, I think, an o- who's offensive line coach here after his time as a graduate assistant here as well. And obviously played here. And um, Zach and Annie, I'm just love them and love love who they are and the people they were and the opportunity to learn from them. 
um, and specifically under Annie and Coach Riley. Uh, I, I started as a game day assistant and then got brought on to um, a part-time role as student recruiting assistant, and which was basically assisting in all things recruiting strategy, official visits, unofficial visits. Um, my time there was very fortunate in that Coach Riley was extremely innovative in everything he did. You know, I'm trying to push the envelope in college recruiting of, you know, what does it look like to show recruits a university in a different way? Um, and as platforms um, are changing and recruiting rules are changing, you know, taking advantage of those opportunities to give recruits the best picture of what we're building. Um, and Annie Hansen is the best in the business of what she does for a reason. Um, and it was so fun for me to be a part of her staff on the recruiting staff um, and getting to learn how to operate at such a championship standard and championship level. It's something we valued every day. We said we're going to recruit like a champion on a Tuesday in the middle of the summer, the same way that we want to play on a Saturday in the fall. So really learning kind of what that standard was. Um, and at that time, Zach was working here in Manhattan. She was in Norman. And so when we weren't playing games, she was driving up there and stuff. And so I, I got to learn kind of about the Kansas State fan base at first from that. Honestly, just knowing um, Zach and following him on Twitter, I would always see the interactions with the uh, Wildcat Nation. It kind of blew my mind. I was like, man, we work for OU and look at all these interactions that are happening over there. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, it was just a blessing. And then from there, was looking for GA opportunities in basketball. I wanted to coach. It's still my dream. Um, is to be a you know Division One coach and at this level and the relationships and um, I wanted to kind of see what it, how it was done in a different facet um, through the relationship with a guy um, who had a connection with Coach Tang brought me to Baylor. Um, I spent two years of my life there serving in uh, as a capacity as a graduate assistant, learning and growing in my um, player development skills, you know, opponent scouting, and then obviously trying to help in recruiting strategy. I think that was part of the reason why Coach Drew brought me more than anything was because he. Uh, he had understood that I could I could help uh, with how we were doing recruiting. Felt like we moved the needle a lot there and uh, changing some of the ways we were doing recruiting, being more innovative. Um, and then, yeah, just fortunate to have learned from guys like Coach Drew, um, Coach Tang, John Jacobs, Alvin Brooks III, a Kansas State guy himself, and you know even the ops, the, all the guys that are in operations there, then similar roles like me here, guys that are well beyond um, their years and title and how, how good they are at what they do. So it was very fortunate to learn at that level and, and to grow there and to be a part of two, you know, championship level teams. To win a national championship is um, unbelievable. I told Coach Drew after we won the national championship, I said, Coach, you know, the last couple of years at OU, I've been in the Final Four and things haven't gone very well for us on the football side. So I like this side of things a lot more. It was fun watching the confetti fall instead of walking out the building, watching it fall on other people. So, um, yeah. Very fortunate to have been under two great coaches that believe in relationships and believe in being innovative. Coach Drew um, and Coach Tang worked hand in hand in everything they did. When people say Coach Tang was an associate head coach, he was everything of that and more. And that's why he's so ready for this opportunity and is already thriving is because he's been prepared for this, you know, and he's he's been ready. And it's been awesome and a blessing for me to watch that transition, to be a part of serving alongside him for two years there. Or I should say under him there and then now getting to uh, work under his leadership here. and You know, just believe in who he is as a person. I've seen him outside the court. Everyone sees everything on ESPN. That's easy. Anybody can turn it on when the lights are on. But I've seen who he is whenever things get hard, you know, behind closed doors and the, the way he treats um, his family and other staff's family and treats, you know, potential student athletes families, just treating people, you know, nicer than the world tells us to treat people. And he believes in relationships and believes in intentionality. So, to be a part of that here and to join the journey that we believe, you know, we, we want to compete for a national championship here. That's the standard. I don't know if you guys can see it behind me. Got this thing on the wall that says elevate the standard. 
elevate's kind of been uh, what we've ran with since coach tang said it in his press conference but you know we believe that we believe the standard here is to compete for national championships we believe we can do that and coach tang um, under his leadership you know we believe we will and so excited to be here um, thankful for the people i've learned from uh, you can't give enough you know gratitude towards coach drew and coach riley and specifically annie hansen and their family and just excited excited for what's to come coach tang actually mentioned austin that uh that usc uh tried to hire you i don't know if you would elaborate on that a little bit when uh, lincoln riley went out there if you want to talk to that but we know annie hansen now is the executive director of recruiting there so i'm curious kind of how that went and if, if you considered that yeah, it was an interesting time of the year for us as kind of March was approaching. Um, I don't know how much I want to speak into the, like, the actual details <laughs> of the situation. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, I love Coach Riley and his family. I love Annie and Zach. And I just, I believe in them and who they are as people. And I'm an OU grad. I'm a proud OU grad. So as I say this and that, those some people may say those two things don't currently coincide. <laughs> but um, in the time I spent with Coach Riley and his family, man, they're intentional. And they believe in relationships, too. And they treated me a student volunteer like I was a five-star recruit, you know, they treated me like anybody else. And I just think that speaks to his character that when no one's around, he was treating people the same. And um, Annie Hansen and, and Megan Mez, who's um, the director of recruiting out there is Annie's, I think the executive director is her title, but just people I love, people I love working with. And our business is about relationships. You know, everyone can say it's about winning and losing. I hope we do a lot more winning than we do losing here, but at the end of the day, right. Relationships are what make it worth it. And those are people that I love. And if, you know, the Lord ever opens the door for me to be with them and it makes sense and it's the right opportunity. I want to do that because I, I loved working with them then and I hope to again work with them someday. So, um, yeah, just the opportunity to be out there was um, exciting. I'm from Oklahoma, so Los Angeles is pretty different than uh, Oklahoma or Manhattan, Kansas. And, you know, it's exciting for the right reasons. But I have every faith um, in my core that they're going to win big out there. Um, and I hope they do. And um, I hope that it you know, they, they have all the success in the world because they deserve it as people. And I'm excited for them and their journey. And um, even had the chance to watch a little bit of their spring game on Saturday on, on ESPN and get to see the work they're doing. And I could even see, like, some of the recruiting operations down the end zone out there in the Coliseum. They got all these, like, tents set up and food trucks. And I just, like, know that they're making that place special. And there's kids that are being recruited that are getting a special treatment because they're interacting with um, the Hanson family and the Riley family. So was blessed to – know them in the capacity of working alongside them and excited about where they're going. But this is the right opportunity for me. There's a reason why I'm here. I believe in what Coach Tank's building. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, my dream is to be a Division One head coach. I believe in player development on the court and off the court. And I believe in what we're building here and excited uh, to be a part of it on a daily basis and everything that we're doing. Well, when DY, actually, when we had Coach Tang on a couple of weeks ago, we asked about you and that, that you hire of you. And uh, D.Y. asked about it and, and Coach Tang really lit up and uh, talked about you for a while. And he talked about how you're a big picture guy and how you kind of see the big picture overall and, and change things. You're innovative. Right. And you talked about some of the innovations in recruiting. I'm just curious how you've seen the dynamics of the recruiting landscape change just in the last two or three years. Obviously, name, image and likeness is a huge thing right now in college athletics. And if you could speak to that a little bit. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like when I started in recruiting four and a half years ago to now, it is a completely different world. Um, and it's a completely different world depending on where you're at, um, what level you're at, you know, whether it's football, basketball, or even like if you're at the high major level versus mid-major level. And, 
you know, looking at different schools, we ha- we're blessed to have a collaboration of different people on our staff here that have been at different places. You know, Coach Tang won a national championship last year at Baylor. Um, you know, Coach Malagai, like, was at Texas, you know, university with a lot of financial, um, you know, strength and, and a lot of, you know, history there. And then we have Dream, who's, you know, been at North Texas and kind of that mid-major level, but had a lot of success. And so you've seen recruiting done in different ways. Um, you know, in my time at Oklahoma, we had this unbelievable opportunity to sell um, a university with, you know, a lot of financial backing into how we were selling it. But there was no aspect of recruiting that became like personally financial for a recruit ever. And now we're looking at student athletes that are having to make that decision. I, every day I get on the transfer portal and I look at the numbers and it blows my mind of how many kids are making decisions. I'm fearful of the direction it's going um, just because I believe in the development of um, college age men. That's why I'm here. I believe that the collegiate you know the model of a collegiate a- athletics where you come in and you redshirt and you um, you know maybe you aren't good enough immediately physically to play but you're you're here for a year and you work through things and you have this opportunity to kind of battle within your own headspace of like why am I doing this you know you find a deeper urge and our I say the I was about to say the generation of college athletes but I guess that's pretty close to my generation too <laughs> um, like we, we're obsessed with immediate gratification right like everything is on this like phone right if you have something um, that's important. You can get it within seconds. And the idea of, you know, not being happy here, I can go somewhere else. And then they've granted this immediate transfer rule where somebody can play immediately. Like we're losing some of the, uh, I don't know if it's pureness or maybe even character of college athletics where people are having to fight um, to be a part of a university. You know what I mean? They have to stick around and stay and get through it. And we all love the story whenever a three-year player makes the field and his last season is unbelievable. You know, for three years, he was a, he was a big name recruit that never delivered. And then he finally pushes through. So I'm excited about the opportunity for universities to kind of shape what they want it to look like. Um, I am fearful. I, I would say of the current model, but I'm excited about what it means for the student athlete. I think the, the reality that student athletes couldn't, you know, make money off their name, image and likeness doesn't align with American core beliefs. Um, and I believe in that. And so, the future of that, I think, looks unknown to everybody. I know that we are really excited here about the Kansas State fan base and our culture. And even in my short three weeks here, like it's a blue collar school, a blue collar mentality. Like people want to come here and they want to work. And I was at OU when we lost to Kansas State in football. And I remember as people were storming the field, thinking about different things of like, man, like it was simple and it was a grind for 60 minutes today. And we lost, you know, we thought we had a chance or whatever. And at the end of the day, like blue collar hard work delivers. It does. And we believe in that. And Coach Tang's leadership, I think there was a video they put out, you know, when he accepted the job and he spoke to the team about nothing is nothing's given, everything's earned. You know, he's I think he said he referenced the out the mud phrase with our guys. And we believe in that, right? Like the blue collar mentality. And so we, we want to recruit people here that believe in the opportunity to work hard um, in practice, in the film room, um, in the classroom personally like like we want every aspect of our student athletes to be well-rounded outside of the game of basketball and hopefully the game of basketball is that opportunity for them you know we want it to be so I'm excited about where it's going for the student athlete I am fearful of, of what it could look like I think we're probably two to three years within some legislation coming in but you know you keep seeing all these big names people that have a lot bigger names than I could ever you know hope of having saying things that are actually moving the needle in the discourse about two times a week you'll see a national championship winning head coach talk about something, whether it's, you know, Nick Saban or um, Kirby Smart or, you know, Dabo Sweeney, like even Coach Drew talked about it. Of Like we got to figure out what how we're going to do this to level the playing field. 
um, because we don't want the mid-majors to hurt where if a kid has a year above average at a mid-major level, he would rather transfer and go sit on the bench at a high-major university because he's going to get some money, right? And so what can we do to level the playing field? And then also how can we do it that's in the best interest of student-athletes long-term? Um, and, and we believe in being innovative. And like you asked me earlier, like big big vision, um, strategy, ideas, we want to elevate the standard in everything we do. And so that means recruiting. That means recruiting. That means player development. It means player development. It means students in the classroom. It's students in the classroom. Like we want our student athletes to be on the front row, you know, taking notes. And we want our guys to be in the community. Uh, and so when we recruit players, we're looking at people that want to be a part of that um, and understand that. And we have a, a big vision about what it can look like. But every day it's about going one and out and being um, – being very intentional in everything we do and the details so that we can achieve um, achieve the mission that we've set before us, and that's elevating the standard of, of what's expected here. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's kind of a loaded question, Austin, and I'm going to leave it purposefully vague so you can kind of be as detailed or take it in any direction you want. But I remember Coach Tang also saying you kind of ran the recruiting at Baylor. I guess what does that consist of um, in terms of role? And is there, I guess, any specific innovation that you have in mind at Kansas State? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if I would say anybody ran it. It's a team effort and everything you do. You know, now they have a director of recruiting there, Jason Smith, who does an unbelievable job. He's a, uh, a Baylor guy through and through. He actually was a student manager for Coach Drew and then was a graduate assistant for Coach Drew. 
He then went and ran his own creative design company for like, nine, I think, nine to 10 years. And he just came back after he won the national championship to uh, be on the staff full time. But he does an unbelievable job in organizing everything and, uh, you know, running some of that logistical side of things, as well as he's just a Baylor guy through and through. And so it was always great to have him there, especially in my second year as a graduate assistant, as we had had some success for him to really formulate some of that momentum for us. Uh, but, yeah, my time there, it was everything from recruiting strategy overall to how are you running an official visit? How are you running unofficial visits? Um, you know, we're going to look at the kind of kids we want to recruit, and then we're going to build a model on how we do that so that whenever we have a kid on campus, we can get the best feel possible for how he's going to fit in our system. Because no matter how talented a kid is, if he's not a good fit, then we're going to waste his talent, right? And if a kid maybe is not as talented as the message boards are saying or the rankings are saying, but he's a great fit in our culture, then hopefully he can come here and elevate his game, you know? And so it's this collaborative effort of what can we do to best build a structure so that we can, everybody can succeed. Um, Coach Drew had this saying that I always loved. He said, when, so when we have success, everybody eats. And that's true about every aspect, right? When you get to a Elite Eight run, everybody eats. Staff eats. Players eat. Everybody gets more attention, right? When you win a Big 12 championship forever, you're in the lore of that school. You know what I mean? Like it's, and it doesn't matter what your role is. If you're a graduate assistant, if you're a student manager. Um, so – elevating our standard of what's expected on a visit, we're going to be very detail-oriented. And I can tell you it's been extremely effective in our short time here that, that we don't want to miss a beat. Um, we're going to be very analytical in everything we do, from evaluating players to um, understanding how to use our time when they are here. And then cult culture fit is going to be something that we're very detail-oriented in. And Coach Tang does an unbelievable job in leading our staff well in, in evaluating our culture. And, and, and house, man, I told myself I wasn't going to say culture. I really wanted to avoid that word. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think you guys can kind of understand, like, yeah. we want to we find someone that fits the EMOM mentality. Are they going to be blue collar? Are they going to come in and work whenever um, nothing's asked of them? We had a culture of that at Baylor that that's what led to our, our success. Guys that worked when no one else was around. They worked in the shadows. They worked at midnight. Um, and that's why we felt like we succeeded was because people were willing to do things outside of what they're asked. So we're going to be innovative. Uh, I hope you guys have seen that we already feel like we have been. Our social media, you know, actions are trying to give our guys the best platform to be successful. I view the um, Cody over in creative media does an unbelievable job with everything and, and production value. And it's extremely high. And hopefully, like you guys have noticed, whenever we had a recruit that's decided to um, commit and be a part of our university that we've given them the platform to give out content at an extremely, extremely high level. And um, the view for us is not to be like, you know, in the top rank, but we want to be at the national championship standard. We want people to look at Kansas State and say, wait, I want to do a video like that. I want to, I, I don't want to go on a visit there because they aren't going to give me the content that they're going to give me there, you know? And so doing things that are within our, um, first of all, rules from the NCAA standpoint that give our student athletes and uh, prospective student athletes the opportunity to, to show what this university is about, which is uh, blue collar, hard work, success. Well, if you're recruiting today, obviously NIL is a part of this, as we already discussed, right? But one, one thing we've heard forever at K-State is like Manhattan can be fairly isolated. It's a tough place to recruit. I even was reading Alvin Brooks recently talking about, you know, hey, at Baylor, it's easier to get kids in on like unofficial visits because you're just proximity to talent. I mean, you're closer to so many kids. How, how for someone that's been at Oklahoma, someone that's been at Baylor and seen how it's done there, how, how difficult do you think it is to recruit to Manhattan, Kansas, and K-State when you take into account 
NIL, everything that's, that's at your fingertips today? We are very blessed to be at Kansas State and selling what we are selling this university. Um, I, two different stories. I think that'll give you some perspective. So the first story is this year when we were playing here and I was on the staff at Baylor, I should say I was a graduate assistant. I, we were, I'm walking up the tunnel after shoot around the night before. And I'm talking with AB out coach Brooks. And I'm like, man, this place, like everything is sharp. It's all color coordinated. Like everything is, you know, put together. Um, and I obviously like when you fly in and stuff, you aren't totally geographically oriented, but as we're walking up, he's like, yeah, man, I can't even tell you about these facilities. Like they understand what it takes um, to be elite. And so that was my first understanding of that. And then kind of fast forward four months or three months, I drive up here on a Tuesday from Waco to start working. And as I pull into the, uh, the ice family basketball facility, I am pulling up to the front of it and it's just like glowing. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you feel like you're like pulling up to like, you know, the, like the long lost treasure site, like it's McDonald's when you're on a road trip and you just need something, right? And you're pulling up and it's like, wow. I mean, it just kind of blows you away. And so it's this aspect of we are selling something that is desireful and we have people that we're se- that want to be with people that want to work hard. And so as we're doing that, like, yes, if you look at, you know, where Waco was compared to Dallas and, you know, Houston, right? Are we three hours away from either city like that? No, uh, but the Kansas blueprint um, as far as like how far this state reaches in basketball is very strong. Um, and we believe in, in the, you know, the in-house um, ability for recruits from this state to be successful. And we believe that they can be here. Um, and also, you know, we have national ties. Our coaches have recruited internationally. They've recruited nationally from all parts of the country. And that's going to continue. You know, there's a reason why uh, Marquise and Ish, you know, guys from New York and even Curtis Kelly, a graduate assistant here, like yeah. this university has a footprint throughout and our, and our blueprint for that is going to is going to continue that you know there's nowhere like we're going to recruit where the players are we're going to go and we're going to and we're going to try to bring them here and uh, my my opportunity whenever they are on campus to you know sell them what this university is and its core beliefs of everything from president linton to gene taylor like you know this university is what it is we're not going to hide things we're not going to fake things um, we're going to be honest we're going to be transparent and we're going to be intentional about the kind of people we bring here so that we can have success um, when the lights do come on well, Austin, Austin, I, I no, go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, John. I just wanted to say real quick. So I wanted to ask you about just social media engagement from the fan base that you've seen at Kansas State to date. Obviously, social media is a, a big thing with kids these days. You can't name names, but you've had some some big recruits, obviously, and transfers on campus. And we've seen them get blown up on social media from Kansas State fans engagements. Just just how important is that in today's recruiting landscape? Everything's important when it comes to recruiting, um, but no, no doubt that, you know, fan engagement and the current demographic of social media being the main platform for recruiting, it, it's important. You know, we, I always say like passion goes both ways, right? If things, are, if things aren't going well, you're going to hear passionate people. If things are going well, you're going to hear the passionate people. And so we want to give people a product they can be passionate about. And so when that comes to recruiting, you know, nationally giving recruits the opportunity to share things at the highest level, it's there's a lot more times than not where kids go on campus and they have an experience and then they don't have a way to tell the story. And so our goal is to give guys the opportunity to tell a story. And then, yeah, when it comes to Wildcat Nation, every night when I leave the office and I'm sitting there in bed and I'm like scrolling through social media, I somehow always end up on a different video that I haven't seen before of the Octagon of Doom going absolutely crazy. And it blows my mind because I've seen it my whole life on TV 
I've experienced it in person a couple of times, but the idea of how passionate our fan base is, not on a big, not on a big Monday game when everybody's watching at 6 p.m., but on a Tuesday, you know, while football season's still going on in November against, you know, a, a, a low major school that is going to be full and excited. Like that's what kids want to play in front of. They want to play in front of people that care, um, people that want to get behind them. And so, you know, we're excited about what our university is doing to give fans the the platform to connect with people and you know, specifically our student athletes and excited and thankful more than anything that our, our fan base cares because you can't, you can't replace that. You can't trade for that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of a kind and it, it gives credit to this university and what it's been for so long that people come here, they spend their um, undergraduate year, they get a degree here and they choose to travel back here and attend games. And then also when they aren't here to support through social media. So I also, I, I have a little bit of extra time, not, Tons, but if you guys, if we want to go long, it's great. No big deal. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Well, so I was going to finish it off and just, um, first of all, thank you for, for being gracious with your time here, Austin. Uh, do you have a good, uh, this is putting you on the spot a little bit, but a good coach Tang and or coach Riley story to, uh, to leave us with before we let you go. <laughs> Man, I got a lot of coach Tang stories for you that would get you guys fired up. You know, I think um, we, pride ourselves on defense. It's something that we want to be about. And Coach Tang, kind of in this football model, right, it was like our defensive coordinator that had his hand in everything. But um, he had his hand in the offensive side of the ball, everything from baseline out of bounds to, you know, end of game situations. But when it came to defensive structure, um, he was a guy that was passionate about it. And him and Coach Brooks at third, like hand in hand, were some of the guys that every day, you know, were about what they were about when it came to the defensive side of the ball. And so we have this – thing we like to do whenever we're going to emphasize we're going to play defense. You know, we don't want to reach. We don't want to get fouls. And so we want to yell chest every time we can. And we're going to practice taking charges. It was something we felt like we were really successful at because we emphasized it. Um, you know, Coach Kelvin Sampson, a coach, um, unbelievable, should be a Hall of Famer someday, going to be a Hall of Famer. You know, always he always says whatever a head coach emphasizes, that's what his players and team are going to be about. And so Coach Tang <laughs> – no matter what day of the week it was, right? If it's Tuesday and you, you had a heartbreaking loss the night before, you know, you just you, you beat, you had a huge win, and the next day you're doing it, it doesn't matter, right? If we're on the court, we're going to practice taking charges. And no matter what, like, you would see Coach Tang walking back and forth yelling, just! And it was just like, that's who he is. You know, he's passionate. He's authentic. And he believes in doing things the right way and the hard way over taking the shortcut because there's no shortcuts to success. And he's earned everything he's gotten and he's going to make sure our guys earn everything they get too. And that's why I'm excited to be here, man. Cause I get to work for a guy that, that loves his players, but it's going to be very demanding of them while, while without ever being demeaning. Well, Austin, this has been awesome getting a chance to get to know you a little bit. Certainly hope you're enjoying Manhattan as, as you hit the ground running. If we can ever help you out with anything, just, just hit us up, man, let us know. But uh, thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully we'll be able to do it again soon. But, uh... Absolutely. Thank you guys. Ima. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.